everybody. Here we are for another episode of Get Unstuck, Live Happy and Free. We've got our guests waiting in the wings. As you know, this is all about uh, getting you and everybody else out there getting you. I can't even talk this morning. Uh, getting you unstuck, right? Living happy and free when you're getting up in the morning. You're thinking, what am I doing this for? You can hardly talk, hardly get in the shower, get in that car or whatever your situation is. And you're just trying to uh, get through another day and say, gee, what's the point of it all? Right. And you feel stuck. So we're going to have our guests come into the room now. And I want to welcome our guest. There is Mr. Ben Winter. He's live on the air with us now on the Get Unstuck, Live Happy and Free podcast. Uh, welcome, Ben. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben, I just uh, you know went through our little intro here, and as you know already, this show is all about getting unstuck. You know, people get into ruts. We're all human beings, no matter where we're from or what our life situation is. We all go through those crappy times where we just feel like. I just don't want to do this anymore, uh, whether that's your job or relationship or your entire life, whatever it is. And you're just saying, I'm just stuck, you know, and uh, some of us have tried different things to get out of those situations uh, with success and some not successful. Um, but because you're a person like all the rest of us, Ben, um, and you are a writer as well. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Okay, Absolutely. great. We're going to talk about all your writing and everything, too, so people can uh, enjoy some of the stories that you've written, uh, and hopefully some of those are inspirational. Tell people, uh, you know, how they can get unstuck from bad situations they're in. But uh, just to start, I mean, as a person, as a human being, you know, when were some of the times in life that you felt stuck, um, and what did you do in order to help make those situations be better and get the heck out of them? Hopefully that can uh, help some other people out there. Yeah. Uh, God, there's so many times. Either people take a, take a pause and they're like, well, I've been pretty lucky so far. Or they're like, oh, God, where do I begin? <laughs> so, yeah, so there's... it's great when it's like that, because that means there's lots of wisdom and experience to share. So we appreciate it. Absolutely. So I would say anytime that I've been stuck, the thing that the overall theme behind moving forward was just doing something. So early on, I would say that I, I definitely had like very low self-esteem. I didn't have the relationships I wanted. And I moved forward by doing personal growth work. Because mm -hmm. um, learning about yourself is, is the key. Once you're aware of what's running you, then you can do something different. And at the end of the day, there's only one person you can ever blame about your own problems, and that's yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, that, folks? Of, uh, yeah. I, I, sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but yesterday I was <laughs> on, a, the other, on another podcast. Uh, I sort of had to be the bearer of bad news and say exactly what you just said. So <laughs> I couldn't agree with you. Yeah. It, it, there's too many people out there that are blaming society and the governments and this and that. It's like, no, you are in control of your life. You make the choices that you make on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're not happy with what's going on, you have to choose differently. Um, but, but the thing is, if, if you know where your point A is and you know your point B, you can get there. If you don't even know your point A, 
there is there is no point B because you're never gonna get there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how, how did uh, or you go you're about... not gonna go in the right direction? Yeah. Well, how how did you go? I'm sure, you know, uh, can all be done different ways. But what uh, what was helpful for you to uh, figure out those two points? Like I said, it was personal growth work that got me to the the point of realization around the awareness. Uh, so I I learned about what was holding me back uh, for talking to people and building those relationships. And so ultimately I was able to get unstuck from that alone. Um, was and that as time goes on, I get better. Was that, sorry to interrupt again, I'll do that a lot throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. it's just because I'm very curious, you know, and trying to help, you know, you know, with specifics of people. So uh, when you say, you know, learning about that awareness and what it was that, you know, was making you not be able to do those things that you wanted to do, um, or as well as you wanted. Um, was it meditation that got you aware? Was it, uh, you know, just talking it out with somebody that got you aware or got you to realize, oh, this is why I can't do that so good, you know, or how, how did you specifically figure out? It, it's not one thing. I mean, personal okay. growth is not one thing. So there's, personal growth classes. There's plenty of self-help books out there. There yeah, are sure. personal personal and business coaches. I mean, there's infinite number of ways to learn about what's running use. I mean, yeah. psychiatrists are just, that's their right. job is yeah, for yeah. you to help you figure out what's going on. So and, and for personal you, growth was, takes many, really many helpful. forms. Yeah. But for you, what was really, really helpful? Well, I took uh, various classes from a company and just kept taking those classes and volunteering at those classes. And I just, every time that I did one, I learned more about myself. So in, in essence, I kept moving forward rather than staying stagnant. So, you know, if that's one person, if you read one book um, and then you read another book and you another book and you pick up little things in every single book, you're moving forward. Right, you're way. no longer stuck. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was actually, I had to be there. I had to do classes. I had to experience uh, because I'm more of like a kinesthetic learner than an auditory or I can learn visually as well. But if I do visual and kinesthetic together, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm soaring and moving. Uh, so a lot of it was just the classes and the repetitive nature of learning about myself and, and how things work. It's a great tip uh, that you bring up actually about volunteering in some of those classes because I, you know, some of those classes are really expensive and so on. But um, that's a great thing for the audience out there. If you're thinking about, you know, trying to do some classes, uh, you know, for personal growth and you don't have the budget for it, what the heck, you know, send them an email and saying, hey, can I help out? You know, I, I want to be around it or experience it. I don't know if you have any tips about volunteering or how you were able to do that, um, but I think it's a great way to do it and immerse yourself in it. Just, you know, I'd like you said. Yeah, I, I mean, the program that I did, you had to go through the program before you could volunteer. Uh, but I know that there are people out there that are like, yeah, I just, I need people to run the registration, then you can come to the class for free and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, yeah there's, I think it's just figuring out who's running the program and then reaching out and saying, hey, this is exactly what you just said. I, yeah. I Budget's tight, but I want to learn something. How can I help and make this a win-win? And then for you, as far as, you know, so now you, you've got, okay, uh, some better awareness around point A. Um, and then how did you go about, um, you know, 
deciding, well, where is point B? Where do I want to try to get to? Um, because lots of people out there who are listening, they, you know, they just, they know what they don't like, but they don't know what they do like, or they know what they don't <laughs> want, but they don't know where, you know, what is going to make them happier, what will make, what, you know, what to go after, what's going to make it better. You know, it's really funny about that is that during the personal growth I was doing, there was a 90 day class that I took and everybody in the class gets like a, a coach and that coach usually has like three or four people under them. But every day the coach would say, all right, Ben, what do you want to do? Or what do you want? Right. Just a simple question. What do you want? And I literally just sat there saying, what answer does he want? What do you, like, what's the right answer? <laughs> right. It was like, a, to me, it was like a test. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I got to get the right answer. All he wanted was for me to decide what it is that I wanted and to do that. It could have been, I want to sit on my ass today. And he would have been happy with that answer. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the funny thing is a lot of people really do struggle with what do you want? And then actually admitting it to themselves. Like I want the better job. I want the better pay. I want that re that girlfriend that I've always wanted. I've, mm -hmm. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I, I want this big house. A lot of people stopped dreaming when they were young for mm. some reason. Mm. And now as adults, it's like, well, what do you mean? I can, I can actually say what I want and actually mean it. Mm. Like it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. So yeah. for me, it was this repetitive coach saying every day, like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And it wasn't until the very end. It's like, you know what? I want to be, I want to be on the top of a mountain skiing today. He's like, great, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> what there, there that wasn't the wrong answer <laughs> it's like, yeah well, so and and now it it's it's a little easier for me to say what i want and they're usually loftier goals uh but it's you know the whole point of this podcast is like don't get stuck on things get unstuck just take action and move forward and if that's one phone call or one email or or just walking down the street you know you're going to be moving forward rather than just sitting there complaining that's not happening so now you've got your point a you know uh, you've got your point b figure out what you want to go after so then how did you uh put together your action plan like you just said take that action um you know how do you put together the action plan uh, of you know getting there because a lot of people same thing they're like well i know i want this but how do i figure out how to get there i mean that sort of seems to be the thing that we that we all do in life right whether it's just growing up and you know going to school and then saying well one day i want to be this right and and you try to put together that plan of how to get there um which you know planning life is a difficult thing uh, there's lots of jokes about the planning life and then life happens and all of that um but you know for yourself with having your your point a and b and knowing where you want to go now how did you figure out okay well how the heck do i get there and what what are the steps i should take For me, that largely depends on what that point B is, what that goal is. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And, you know, if it's like a, if it's a relationship and you meet somebody, you kind of just, for me, I just had to take the step of saying like, Hey, I'm interested in you. I mean, it, the words aren't exactly that. And each situation right, yeah. is different. So I'm not going to say, 
you know, walk <laughs> right. up to somebody and say, I'm interested in you. I don't know well, if you're a dating coach, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely okay. not that. Um, but if it's like, you know, you want that better pay or that, that better job in the company, maybe the action steps are just go talk to people and say, what's needed for me to get a raise. Like, mm. That's a great piece of, of right there. Yeah. A lot of people don't even ask like, Hey, I've been yeah. working here for three years. I would love to have a raise. What do you need to see for me to, to make that happen? Wow. Well, and I know that I've done that and I've got, I've had good conversations um, or I had a good conversation with the boss at the time and said, you know, I, this is what I want. And, and he told me, this is what I need for you to get that raise. And so it was setting those expectations with one another. Mm -hmm. Great piece of advice, actually, right there. That is that, you know, sometimes we think, okay, I know where I want to get to now. And okay, I, I think I should do this, then this, then this. But it's really a good suggestion to ask people that are involved with, you know, getting you to that, to that uh, point B, um, like you say, exactly. It's such a great example, you know, asking them, you know, for a roadmap to get there, uh, because if someone else is part of that thing, you know, it's one thing if you are just trying to, let's say, lose weight, right, uh, where it's all on you um, of how you're going to get there. But if there's anybody else involved, you know, that could be an obstacle in that path or a supporter or a helper in the path along the way, um, because they have some influence on the outcome. Great suggestion, Ben, just go and talk to the people and ask them and say, hey, this is what I think. But, uh, you know, you tell me because you have some part in this for sure. And especially if it's, you know, like the example you talked about, they have everything to do with it. Well, so did any of this inspire any of your uh, writing at all? Yeah, I mean, before I get to the writing, the other yeah. piece to it all is the patience aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so we live in such a, a society of instant gratification. Yeah, that we a forget problem. that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it takes time to get what we want, and things have to kind of fall in place at the right times to make it happen. And if we force it, it doesn't always go our way. Yeah. And I know patience has been one of those huge lessons for me. And it's, it's interesting when I look back at the times when I was patient, how much better things worked out. How do you and when know when I tried to force things? Then they didn't work. It just didn't. <laughs> how, how do you know, um, you know, when to cut your losses, you know, when to cut the rope and say like, well, I've tried it, you know, this amount of time, or I put this amount of effort into it. And now you know, I've crossed the tipping point where it's just not worth it anymore. Or because, you know, you hear that famous quote about entrepreneurs, uh, you know, there's so many entrepreneurs or, or unsuccessful entrepreneurs that, you know, quit uh, and, they, and they didn't know how close they were to success or, or I forget the quote, but basically, you know, you... I mean, that kind of quote suggests that you should just continue forever trying, 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 right? But, um, you know, you have any thoughts on uh, how, you know, how patient to be, basically? I would say if it's causing you stress and pain and your health, it, you really just need to ask yourself if it's worth it. There you go. Because... You know, there's a difference between striving and, and pushing and growing and, 
and doing what you can to make it happen. But if you're doing it at the expense of your health and happiness, there's no reason to keep doing it. Um, Because the people that are striving to make it happen, they're still having fun. It's still a passion. They want it to work, but they're not hurting themselves. And if they are reaching that point of hurting themselves, I don't think it's worth it. Uh, And that's where you know, if you're just beating your head against the wall, like, why won't this work? Why won't this work? Well, now you're beating your head against the wall and that's yeah. not good. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you can sit down and, and really brainstorm with yourself and those around you and say, what else can we do to make this work? Then you're moving forward. You're not, you're not just hitting your head against the wall. And I think that's for me, one of the big pieces is if it's causing me stress, I just need to sit back and either let something else happen before I move forward or I just need to stop completely. And usually that's the same thing because it, it ultimately becomes patience at that point. You're like, well, I've done what I can. I don't want to keep banging my head against the wall. I'm just going to stop and go do something else. And who knows a week later, boom, problem right. solved. Yeah. Like I, one of the writing projects that, um, well, it's funny. I just had like six thoughts at once. So a lot of, <laughs> Ben's a, a thinker, of, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So I've written a lot of self-help books, and one of them is around expectations. And, and I think what we're talking about is the expectations we have of, my, of ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. And if other people are involved, you definitely need to know their expectations as well as share your expectations. Because if, if you don't share your expectations, they absolutely will go unmet. And then that that's your reason for being upset. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't get this job because... I didn't tell people that I was interested in it or I didn't ask what I needed to do to get the job. So now I'm upset because my expectations weren't met, except if you didn't share those expectations, how could they? Yeah. Right? And so, you know, going back to the other thoughts that went through my head at the same time, I was, I'm in the process of writing my first sci-fi novel and I reached a point in the book where I'm like, I don't know how to proceed. And I could have sat there and tried to force something to happen mm-hmm. or try to force the story in a certain direction. And what happened was I just stopped. I stopped writing and I, I went on with my day and my week. And, and about a week later, I sat down and it was clear as day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't sometimes. force it. I, yeah. I just took some time and let it kind of grow on its own. And that's the beauty of our subconscious is sometimes it solves the problem for us when we're not even thinking about it. And so for me, that's really what happened with that book is I was finally able to just like create something amazing from that point forward. And I just couldn't stop writing because it was so, I was just like in this flow and it was great. And that correlates to so many things in our lives where why don't we just stop when we, when we hit a hard point and go do something else for it for a little while yeah take a break from it too too many people try and force it when it's not ready and um (laughs) you can relate that to a lot of things yeah um for sure but i don't know how family friendly this program is (laughs) it's it's not at all so say whatever the (laughs) fuck you want (laughs) but i mean i yeah i mean this the the really good thing you know about what you're saying is that 
of course we all want stuff right away, you know, um, as, as soon as we can have it right for the reasons you said already that, you know, we live in such a uh, culture that is that way, number one, which is not good, you know, cause it sets up these really tough and, and false expectations to get everything right away. Um, but just as human beings, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a leopard out, out in the jungle hunting, you want to catch something right away. You know, you don't want to wait five days and be, and be hungry for it. So, I mean, as animals, it's natural for us, but, um, you know, there certainly is, um, you know, wisdom in exactly what you said about, uh, you know, just waiting, having the patience, take a break, do something else. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, you're giving up on it or you're quitting on it. Right. You're just, uh, letting things come when you know when they come and i guess that's the you know the fine balance that we all have to try to find is you can't use that as an excuse right and not take any further action on something because then for sure nothing will happen i mean if you didn't sit down a week later and say okay let me revisit this story again and and you know and see where i am at with this book and i mean if you don't sit down again um you just say well you know i'll wait until it happens when it happens it happens um that certainly um can end up being an endless trap too um you don't get anything done so uh i mean how do you find that balance where you, you don't wait too long but at the same time you don't keep going back to the brick wall when it's still a brick when it still has no openings in it here's the, the thing that most people don't want to hear <laughs> what, whatever up, everybody whatever, <laughs> yeah whatever you choose to do to move forward or change things for the better it's a practice there's no magic pill there's no magic wand it's a practice. So for me, when I practice patience, sometimes I have to force myself to go back to the situation and see where things are. I can't just wait indefinitely until like divine inner, divine uh, inspiration hits, right? I just have to go back to it and say, all right, I still have to finish this project. Well, I've, I've given it a day or two or three or a week. But now I need to revisit and continue on. Like I can't just indefinitely wait for inspiration to hit or for that next action item to come forward or whatever it might be. Right. So I've been practicing on going of, I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to stress about it. I'm going to revisit it in a day or two or three. And I've just gotten into that habit. Um, if you're brand new to it, which I was at one point, my patience didn't last very long. I would give it like yeah. five minutes and then five hours and, um, and then like half a day. And it's, you know, for some things I'm still like, Oh, why won't they text me back? Like, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's one of those lessons I had to learn the hard way is, um, I was dating somebody once and things were going great. And it had, I just waited, I think 12 more minutes <laughs> for them for them to text, everything would have been fine. But because I didn't wait and I made an assumption about yes. why they were not texting me, yes. it totally, <laughs> totally ruined that relationship. Oh my God. It doesn't happen to all of us, man, where you just like, right. and just... so what I've, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what I've learned with text messages alone is every reason I've ever thought why somebody hasn't texted back in whatever time frame, I've never been right about it. So either they forgot about me, in which case, who cares? 
and or they're not interested anymore in which case why would i spend my time trying to right. chase okay. after somebody yeah. who's not interested yeah um or you know life happened and they'll get back to me when they do or you know if it's business related or if it's just like a friend or something it's like hey i texted you last week or a couple of days ago like right. haven't heard from you just checking in right there's simple ways to do it but you're not like trying to force the situation right. which is something that i've learned when it comes to that so you know in business and life sometimes you do have to follow up because somebody else's life happened to them and they forgot that they needed to text you back or send an email back or whatever it might be yeah but don't assume that they're ghosting you because they hate you it's like that's not a good thing either <laughs> yeah it's such a tear i mean technology is great but uh, you know um you know, those text messages and emails where you cannot hear people speaking, you cannot hear their tone, you cannot hear the inflection of their voice. I mean, hell, some things you just can't exactly. tell if it's sarcasm or not sarcasm or whatever. And it's the same exact words. So, yeah, I think um, good advice to give people benefit of the doubt, number one. And number two, you know, if it is for the the negative reasons uh, that you're thinking well then it's not something you want to you know continue or pursue or be involved with exactly like you say um so yeah can you imagine back in like in the 1500s when people are writing letters and they're being carried by horses across the countryside uh to get to somewhere right. the same thing you get a letter in the mail they talk about patience, right? <laughs> You're like, uh, you know, my dearest Thomas, it's been, you know, eight months since your last letter. I was wondering if if your interests in my heart are still the same as before, whatever, <laughs> you know. I mean, my God, talk right. about patience and torture. That must have been, <laughs> right? Jeez. Um, well, writing yes. has come a long way since then. And it's amazing. You've written six self-help books, is that what you said? Six? I think it's, yeah, I think six is about right. Six is about right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> what made you, what made you want to actually, you know, you've been through the process, right. Of self growth and, you know, doing something about what you want and so on. And that's part of the reason I do these podcasts. I mean, you know, it's like personal self growth and self help. And at the same time, I want to help people out there who are in the same situations um, either today or in the future and they hear something now that they can apply in the future. Um, so what made you want to, you know, actually get into, you know, sharing the things you've learned and, uh, you know, sort of making it, I don't know how much of a profession, if it's your full-time profession or not, but um, you've certainly done a lot with it. What made you want to do that?